Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 456. And it's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. September 2023, 19. 2019. Anyway, sorry for missing a week of podcast, but it was a little difficult to do with I was gone in Texas and... To be fair, Nicholas and you, Jeff, were willing to do it. Me but and Nicholas were willing to do it. Yes. Uh, but but it was a lot of work. Anyway, we've got we've got listener sent coffee all the way <gasps> from some. Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. We have listeners in Arkansas. We got them all over. And wow. I'm going to tell you a little one. bit about a little just, bit about just one. I'm going to tell you a little bit about our trip to oh. Florida and then Texas and then back home again. Wow. Florida and Texas. Yeah. The two hottest states in the United States. That's what it felt like. Mm. And then Nichols has an update on his squirrel saving story. I do. Is Florida and Texas hotter than Hawaii? I would, yeah, I would, I would guess so. No. Because Hawaii is just, it's mostly water and it's the Pacific. Yeah. The Pacific is colder yeah, than the Atlantic. Aren't they closer to the equator? Maybe, but water is cool so much slower. Um, this would be a great question for ChatGPT. We're gonna we're gonna start some notes here. Okay. Uh, Hawaii. But let me tell you a little bit of just about some things that happened on the trip to Florida and Texas. Okay. Uh, originally, we were just gonna go to Texas, but then we decided to visit some family in Florida, and the distance from our play our home here in Indiana down to Florida, and our, also our home down to Houston, Texas, where we went. Is about is the, the same. same. And the distance between those two destinations is, is the also same. about the same. So it kind of made sense. Old, eh. We were going to stay in our camper down in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of made sense just to drive down to Florida, over to Houston, and then back up to Indiana. Why Houston? Um, this might... We, we've been interested in, in house churches. Oh. And there happened to be a conference. Somehow we've been doing a lot of research online. Mm-hmm. And it just, somehow we got on an email list for a house church conference in Houston. Hmm. And we decided, you know what? Let's check it out. Let's go. <clears throat> it was different than what I expected, but it was really good. I think that, and ironically enough, I don't want to cut, I, I want you to come back to your thought, <laughs> Jeff. But ironically enough, we actually visited a house church in Houston Mm. Uh, they're kind Aww. of, um, they're loosely affiliated. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly, but, the, but I'll just say it unofficially. I'm just saying this on my own opinion. It seems like they're loosely affiliated with ADC, mm-hmm. which is Bria, which uh, is what Bria is, Bria, yeah. Ch- yeah. Bria and some other uh, churches in the area, <clears throat> and, and and across you know Ohio as well, and probably other states too, and so, and also followers of the way. Ah, and this is just like my. I'm just kind of assuming it here. I didn't see it on their website because they didn't have a website, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I forgot to actually ask them when I met with them. But there's some loose affiliation. Yeah, I guess there if seems you to be only loose have affiliation. Like a few members. Why would you need a website? Yeah, that's a good point. I feel anyway, like what, what were you going to say? I Jeff? feel like house churches. Let me re- back up just a few steps. Homeschooling gets a bad rap, mm-hmm. and I think that house churches get an equally bad rap. Yeah, 
I agree. Didn't your wife come from a house church? And didn't Jeff, didn't you come from homeschool? <laughs> I did. Yep. The My wife mix. came from, I think the term house church is... Was pushing it. Is too narrow. Like, the t- yes, it was a house church, but it was not a traditional house church. I mean, technically, you could say Cornerstone Chapel was a house church. Yeah. Yeah, you could. It, 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 was a, it is a house it church started. as much as Cornerstone Chapel was a house church. Yeah. In that people met in homes, but it was not an unaffiliated church. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there, there, there were, there were um, outside ministry. There was outside ministry help, which there is not always or maybe even usually in a house church. Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of how it would seem to be with the house church in Houston that we visited. Mm-hmm. They had all the formalities of a normal church without having a church building. Yeah. So I might share a little more about it, the conference later, um, but not today. But what I do want to talk about is when we were in Texas, in Houston, a couple interesting things happened. We went to Aldi, which we go to Aldi. My wife goes to Aldi back here as well, here in Indiana. But the experience was significantly different. Uh, Worse. Was it a was it a Bucky's Aldi? No, it oh, wasn't. That- oh. But they, this, did they sell? Did they sell guns? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Oh. But and I actually didn't go in with my wife, but she told me about it. They had an entire section dedicated to tacos. Oh, oh. and they had they had taco meat. And I think our listeners know I'm a huge Pre-made Mexican tacos. Mexican food fan. I, I love yeah. Mexican food. But one of my complaints is that the meat quality in most Mexican restaurants. Is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Mexican restaurants have four ingredients: <laughs> tortillas, rice, chicken, um, and cheese. Cheese, lettuce. Well, but then there's also we'll the lump, meat, Jeff. We'll lump veggies together: okay, veggies, yeah, yeah. avocados. That's okay, they have ten ingredients. That's technically okay. Mexican yeah. restaurants have ten ingredients. Yeah, they have five hundred menu items. <laughs> Based off That's of those so 10 true. ingredients. Right. It's all the same food. It's just it's either flat, stacked, a quesadilla, yep. or it's folded, a taco, or it's rolled, yep. burrito. a burrito. Yep. Or it's separated. No, or it's rolled with, with cheese on top. That's oh, a, a wet, wet burrito. burrito. Oh. Or it's all like you have to put it together yourself, and that's a fajita. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. So literally... I mean, sometimes it's fried quesadilla. Yeah. Sometimes it's deep fried. That's why I think Mexican restaurants, it's the, it's the most money-making restaurant. Because you have a few ingredients. Yeah, make very few food. ingredients, but you can make so much food. Maybe. If, they, if you charge rip-off prices, then probably. <laughs> well, I would be fine with rip-off prices over rip-off food quality. And that's been my complaint in most Mexican restaurants. Yeah. The food quality is just not good. Yeah. Terrible. So I have been to multiple Mexican restaurants. Actually, no, I take that back. I have to been to a Mexican restaurant multiple times where the avocados in the guacamole were actually bad. Is that it was it was disgusting. Is that in Napani? Yes. <laughs> I think we all and, know who we're talking about. <laughs> and, and you know what's sad, Jeff? I would say that usually the vegetables are safer than the meat. As far as it being decent quality, oh, I agree. Ooh. Yes, I agree. Especially, ah, especially they cook, steak. They cook the meat to, to until it's dead, and then cook it again, and but, then drive over it. But it's easier scrape it off the road and then cook it again. It's easier to keep a a avocado like 
alive and use it compared to me. Oh. Don't you think? Mm, I don't know. But anyway, you guys are kind of derailing my story. Oh, okay. What I wanted to say is they had a whole section dedicated to taco. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We're back to this. And my, my wife, Carmen, she went and got carne asada, which is their steak. Uh, El Pastor, which is their pork. Mm-hmm. And then I think chorizo was the third one. But I actually... Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't actually remember a whole lot about that one, but pastor is my favorite. It's, it's, it's good. It's Isn't usually, it? I think it's usually the, the best tasting food in general across Mexican restaurants mm-hmm. in my experience. It's, it's delicious. Anyway, um, we didn't eat it when we were down there in Texas, but when we got home, we fried the, the carne asada and the al pastor. And I looked at the carne asada and I just saw it said, uh, oh, what, uh, strip steak. Flack. I think it was flack steak. Which flank flank made flank, flank steak. Flank that sounds that sounds steak. closer. Which Jeff, what's your impression or can you describe a flank steak compared to like a ribeye? Oh, it's definitely worse. A flank steak is like <laughs> a cheaper cut. Yeah. Um it's like it can be, be it can be prepared very well, but it's kind of like a, the lower quality cuts of meat. It's like leftovers. That yeah. was my impression too. I, saw, I read it and I saw, oh man, this is probably not going to be that. It's probably going to be maybe tasty, but really tough. Mm-hmm. My wife went and fried it up, put it on the some tacos. I'm telling you, it was so juicy. And it wasn't tough at all. It had tons of flavor. It was insane. And the al pastor was actually not even as good as the steak, which, which it shows you, and it was really good, which shows you how good the steak actually was. So if you happen to live in Texas or far enough south or in a region where they have taco sections in Aldi, I'm telling you, you have to go check it out. Okay, but I think, though, that it all depends on how you prepare it. I think someone could have bought that same steak, took it home, and burnt it by accident because he doesn't know how to grill and eat in it and it would be nasty. That yes. You're right. You can ruin almost anything. Yes. But if you're halfway decent at cooking food, if you're just average at cooking food, this steak would have tasted great. Okay. Anyway, the other thing that happened is I, growing up, I was usually one of the better... Um, uh, it was usually towards the top when it came to like sporting things, whether it was playing basketball, you know, hitting <laughs> a softball. You, are you saying in our family? Throwing, throwing a football. I'm just saying in general. Like my, my group of uh, friends okay. or people I was hanging out with or at school, I was generally like I was towards the top of the, the class. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, However, okay, for, sure. for some sure. reason, I can't explain this, but when we went putt-putting uh, previously with my wife, mm-hmm. and my wife <clears throat> is not that coordinated like she would say this herself like she loses focus quickly and yet for some reason she destroys him she beats me at miniature <laughs> golf on a regular basis or just yes, this one time no on a regular basis mm-hmm. just to, proves that that <sighs> mini golf is luck <laughs> I agree. not skill no but how skill. does it happen regularly that's funny it's strange your, jeff my your wife may not possess the athletic skills that you have but she possesses way more athletic luck yeah luck I like favors that. the the unskilled i like that yeah it does actually it's good anyway we didn't go miniature golfing but we were driving around uh and and happened to be past a uh top golf facility 
Mm. And we th- this was one of the days we were kind of just vacationing and taking it easy. And we I've never been to Top Golf. We decided to go go do it. That sounded like fun. And so we went, signed up, and it just so happened that we went on Tuesday and it was like they had a special going on. So I think we spent thirty I think it was thirty three dollars for both of us for an hour. Oh, that's, that's pretty that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it was half off on Tuesday by the time uh, when we went. And so we were playing you I don't know if do people do you think people know what Top Golf is? Uh, I would I'll, say I'll briefly, a lot of people do. It, was it in where was this again? In Houston. Okay. I think that a lot of people would know, but let's I, let's yeah. explain what I it know is. where it is. I've never been there. You are you um, there's two stories of a building that's open and you you hit golf balls out into an open field. Some of them have more than two stories, I think, right? Okay, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe. Like, so you and, stand and you just hit golf balls. Yeah, and you can you can have, it's kind of like it's kind of like bowling, but it's with the golf version of bowling. It's like a driving range. Yeah, yes, it's set up like a driving funner. range, but you're playing like you do in bowling. Yeah, you can like there's okay. like games. Okay. You, so you there's try games. to get it in different. Um, they have like huge holes, and then the closer you get mm-hmm. to the hole, the more points you get. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing this. Does it track? Yeah, does it? It tracks your ball after yes. you hit it. Ooh. Yeah, you can hit it and watch the screen and see where it bounces. Mm. That's pretty cool. It is. So even if you were like Terrible. really blind, you could still see where it went oh. because your screen tracks it. Yes, but it took me until about three quarters through the first game till I realized I could look at the screen mm. because a couple times I did lose track of it. Yeah. I, I would hit it and I couldn't tell if it went four to the left or four to the right. They must, they must have a little chip in it. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Because it tracks it before it even hits the ground. It starts tracking it. Oh, wow. Anyway, wouldn't you believe it? Even at this, Uh-oh. my wife beat you, destroyed me in our first game. Mm. Uh, the score, it was like nine to like 70. No. no, I'm not joking. Now, so I started oh, asking her, and I was giving her tips when she was hitting. <laughs> See, that's there. what that's that, what the problem that is. is. Why you need to humble yourself. <laughs> you need to and and just sit down and just hit your own balls to, and don't try to tell. You me. need no. to humble yourself and realize that your wife actually can do it, and that you don't need to teach her. <laughs> In fact, she needs to teach you. Hey, how that's, to hit. that's what I asked her. Then I said, because when you're swinging a golf club, it is hard to tell if you're hitting it inside or over the top it's hard to tell always how you're hitting it because i i'm telling you sometimes i would hit it just straight on and it would go straight left (laughs) the first couple times literally they have little guards and i hit the guard probably five times the first probably 10 10 balls that i hit hold it very frustrating anyway so i was giving her tips which did help her rate this coffee we have about five minutes why and then i did end up beating her the second game i did did want to get that in that's good but she did beat the third game. Uh, this coffee, oh yeah, sorry. So this was listener submitted coffee. Oh yeah, it's actually it's actually really good. It's not bitter. It is it is delicious. So here's the note on the inside. Um, by the way, this was sent from uh, Rhoda Summers. She's a relative. Oh wow, yeah, Rhoda. Oh, Thank you, Rhoda. Yeah. From Hinesville, Arkansas. She said, "This is from one of our favorite coffee shops, Summer Moon." If you ever get to Fayetteville, Arkansas, be sure to to stop by there. They use moon milk for their lattes. Moon milk. Yeah, I think it's probably just a name for it. Do you do they go to the moon and then find cows, milk them, come back to the earth and then use it? Probably. Most likely. Yeah, I figured. 
Um, but yeah, this coffee, it is really it's good. good. It's smooth. It almost tastes a little sweet. Hold on, let me taste it one more time. But not in a nasty flavored sort of way. Actually, it does taste, actually does taste kind of sweet. Um, does it say what flavor it is? I'm going to tell you in a little bit. Go on. But I'm going to give this, I think it's so good. I, I think I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five too. It's I delicious. Like, I like how strong it is. It's not... It's not too mild. It's strong. It's strong. It's like a perfect coffee. And it's not bitter. It's, it's got... I, go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. It's got a really interesting, not your normal coffee flavor. But like it's a, delicious. Like a sweetness to it? Yeah. Almost like blueberry or some, yeah. some kind of fruit. But it's delicious. It... it I'm, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a five, too. I... Okay, I'm going to read it for you. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, it is full moon espresso. Can you believe espresso it? Espresso blend. Yeah. What? We like our coffee burnt. Full moon espresso. It is dark chocolate <laughs> caramel pecan. Is it dark? Pecan orange, dark chocolate. Uh, why does it say this? Oh, oh, okay. It, it's gracious a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. Um, dark chocolate pecan. It has like orange. the same description there as Dark chocolate caramel pecan. It does have blueberry in it as well. I knew it. I knew it. I said it. But it's not flavored. It's not flavored. No. And the uh, the boldness of it, or sorry, the body is four and a half out of five stars. How do you, how do you call the How do you call the coffee shop? Um. Let me look at the note here. Summer Moon. Summer. You it's know, Summer Moon Coffee Shop. You know why she yeah. likes the coffee shop coffee because shop, her Summer name. Moon. Her name is... Why does it say Arsagas? On the coffee? Yeah. I wonder if Arsagas... Well, here it says Arsagas Fayetteville Coffee Roasters. So maybe it is a different roaster. Rhoda, can you please uh, type in and tell us what this coffee is? And That must be what it is. If it's a roasters or what, um, what we're missing here. And it's a blend of Honduras and Vietnam... Wait, what? Yeah. Two countries? So really blending. Wow. They blend. blended blend. the countries. They blended the right. the orange. Be- Wait, is it an orange pecan? Does it say orange pecan? Uh, pecan orange. Guys, we're giving this a 5.0. Wow. It's good. Wow. Thanks, Rhoda. I never thought I'd say that about espresso. Yeah. I can't believe it's espresso. It's delicious. All right, Jeff, you also have some okay. uh, drinkable. I clothes. have a drinkable, and uh, this was given to me by a listener uh, and I am not sure if it was intended for me or for the podcast, but I said, nope, we're going to drink this on the podcast because, well... It's delicious. You'll have to see for yourself if you like it. I think it's going to be one of those love-hates. Mm. Ooh, I you love either those. either love it or you hate it. I love it. Okay, Let's go ahead and Should partake. we all taste at the same time? Ready? Yeah. Three, sure. two, one. Oh, boy, the smell. <coughs> oh, the smell is awful. <laughs> the flavor is okay. No, there is there is no flavor barely. It's oh, like I, a, sm- I, f- I flavor it. I don't oh. know what it tastes like. <coughs> it tastes like pool water. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> pool water. When you you know how you the chlorine from pools when you, you get, it totally does. Yeah. It literally tastes like pool water. It also tastes a little bit like I don't love the flavor. Like, <laughs> like popsicles too. Literally I I literally cough every time I drink some. It burns my throat and my nose. It's terrible. <laughs> it is. It, it is. 
I think I think a rich person went and put pop in their pool and then turned it and bottled it. Oh my word! And that's what we're sneeze. drinking. I've just sneezed. <laughs> it's hurting my stomach. <laughs> it's instantly hurting my stomach. <laughs> is this is this a spicy drink? It is from Rocket Fizz Ghost Pepper Soda. I <laughs> wow! It's instantly my stomach is hurting right now. I can feel it in my stomach, like turning. It's like yeah. you can kind of like oh. it's a very light. Like almost imperceptible, but but spice. But it's like when it's there, it's really pungent. It's on my throat, and breathing it in it hurts. To me is what really gets me the yeah. most. But yeah, it does burn on my throat. Oh man! Whew. Wow. I mean, I think it would be. I hate it. Maybe uh, like a, a social drink, like you'd maybe want to be fancy with your friends and and bring out the what, what kind of pepper? What ghost pepper? Ghost pop? pepper pop. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's not something you just have. For the fun o- of it. On, on the rig. Like, oh. I wouldn't want to sip this when I'm just driving down the road. I, went, I wouldn't know. even want a full bottle of this. I literally have had three sips, and I hate it. My stomach's hurting. <sighs> the point isn't that you like it. The point is that oh you boy, hate it. Drink some coffee, and it feels real warm. It does. Oh, my word. My throat. Hold it. It, like, Ooh. coats. It, like, you don't taste the spiciness in your mouth, but it's in your throat. Bro, why is that? I don't know. Is that how ghost pepper is? Maybe. Jeff, who is the, the listener to thank? Uh, it's my grandma. Okay, oh, thanks, thanks grandma. grandma. Okay, all right. Well, that's uh, that's it for today's episode. Yep. we didn't get a feedback. Make sure you drop it. Drop a comment if you want to. Um, drop a comment. Drop a comment. Uh, Jeff, what is the point? Uh, here are the points. Uh, point number one: Hawaii is mostly water. Point number two: Water cools slower. <laughs> point number three: House church equals homeschool. Point number four, it's easier to keep an avocado alive than meat. <laughs> and point number five, luck favors the unskilled. I like uh, it. That's good. All right, Nichols, what's our word of the week? Uh, word of the week is... Espresso.